calling all queerdos. That's right, it's your headquarters. Welcome to the Queer Centric with your host, Queerly Johnny. Welcome, welcome. It is another amazing day. Well, maybe a little hazy day is, is maybe how it is up here. In our neck of the woods in the Pacific Northwest, if we're not burning down, it must be because we're so hot on the Queer Centric. So we are happy to have you here. It's gonna be another great show. We have an amazing guest. Before we get to our topic of the day, I do wanna remind everybody, we are finally, we had to postpone it once, we are finally having the author of Boyslet coming on Zachary Zane. So this show comes out in September. So that still gives you time to go get your summer reading list. And uh, the book is very, very worth it, very graphic. This is not for your mother, Um, or maybe it is. Maybe you got, you know, a mom like that. But uh, so look forward to that show coming up. And also, I'm just going to give you, I'm not going to tell you what it is yet, but if have you ever seen a confetti cannon? We're size queens here, a confetti cannon this large. Uh, there's something I'm going to ask you out there in our uh, listening and viewing audience to do because, you know, I love nothing more than to be a cheerleader. So stay tuned as we will release more and more information on what I want us all to participate in and do some fun uh, self-celebration. We'll say that. Uh, But let's not waste any more time. I'm very excited to have this gentleman on. First of all, I'm going to have you give kind of a, as much as you want to say about yourself, as little as you want to say about yourself, whatever. But I will, obviously, we are two gentlemen, two bears uh, who are in kind of different aspects of the media world. And it's, and I've listened to you forever. And so I want to welcome, first of all, to all of you, uh, Ian Kelly to the program. So Ian. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Tell me, tell us what you want us to know about you. Um, I mean, a pretty open book. It's, uh, you know, it's all out there for anybody to see. I host a radio show here in Spokane, working radio. I've been doing that for a long time, like so many years that it seems fake. (laughs) I don't know how that's possible. I mean, Um, everything's a deep fake anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's weird to work in the same place in radio for that number of years. Yeah. Most of the time, people are bouncing around different cities. So Stations much. flip. You know, like, who knows what's going to happen. Right. So it's, um, I'm really lucky to have been in the same place for a long time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, you know. So, and is that by choice? First of all, before we get into the, the gist of it. Yeah. Is it by choice that you stay? Because, like you said, yeah. I mean, we've. We've seen the gamut. Now, there are a couple of personalities in town that have stuck around. Sure. Most of them are in our building, which is, you know, I mean, just says something about, you know, where yeah. we work. Um, and yet my, my parents live here, so that's, you know, right. a big thing. And it's it's funny, like, I have a friend that we joke with, like, when you're, you know, in your 20s, you're like, oh, I'm going to get out of right. here. Yeah. And then suddenly you, like, you know, start getting your jobs and careers right. in line, and you're like, oh, my God, like. I can afford a house here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you could back then. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. So then, um, you know, you just kind of say, look, family's here. It's affordable to live. Yeah. I'm in a good place to, you know, buy a house when I did. Right. Again, that was, you know, 10, 12 years right. ago now. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, by choice, yeah, this is home for now, you know. I mean, that might change someday, but... Right. But it's still going well. And so I always wondered if it was because I come from the indie gorilla market. It's a different world. Um, I always wondered if it was, can they like just trade you like you're on a sports team? And the next thing you know, you're in a new city with a different station. Right. I mean, 
I always wondered if it was a, if that it was ever a part of it. So technology now is oh, wild. True, so true. Um, we don't do this, but I mean, a lot of stations, especially like um, you know the bigger conglomerates, yeah. they'll have the same people on air in multiple cities. True. So right. it's just kind of like you know record it once right. and blast it everywhere, and exactly. that's kind of just the way the business works now, which is yeah. uh, impersonable. But yeah. Yeah, well, which is a lot of our media, which is why I always appreciate, it's why on here we always talk about support your indie artists. Yes. Do it. Uh, because you never know, you have more control over there. But that's what's fun about you is that you are, and you have been here. Local, yeah. yeah for a while. Now, one of the things I, uh, one of the main kind of umbrella topics that I, I want us to kind of go over is gays and media. Sure. Um, especially... I mean, we've seen it on a national stage, this evolution that we're going to talk about of uh, doing that. But in our town, we are not the, the smallest town in Washington, but we're not the largest town in Washington. Correct. Uh, it sometimes has a very small town feel. Um, so I, I want to talk about, so when you when you bust onto the scene and yeah. you're this cool 20-something and you're doing that, does it cross your mind of what you, how your sexuality is going to be in that. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I think especially just getting started in that field, you're even concerned with how you sound. Right? Yeah. Is that going to be off-putting to people? And now right. I know, now that I'm 40, I'm like, I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's a true statement. Yeah, it's, it is what it is. And we are a smaller town, but I also have not run into personally any... Um, roadblocks because of that in right. in my field so i think that's a plus yes um there hasn't been you know a ton of out gay people in the spokane market that i'm aware of exactly yeah, you can probably count yeah. on one hand exactly <laughs> yeah and it was funny because when i so i had uh i've always known of you at pride you were kind enough i was on the main stage and i was off on a break you mm. were kind enough to come down and meet me and i'm like oh that's cool because i think you always it's that um what's the word we have where we think you know, it's that imposter syndrome, right? Sure. So you're like, I've been doing this forever, but you never think. And so the cool guy is like saying hi, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, what's funny, like on the other side, it's like, you know, you do it every day. So you're like, I'm just going to work. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that excitement, that kind of, and thing. so what crossed my mind, and then we would talk, we uh, started talking on Instagram, yeah. and then we would talk, and then I decided I'm just gonna ask him. Because can I tell you, from a perception uh, of the gorilla side of things, mm -hmm. I think, I wonder if he has to, like, if that's something he's willing to do. I mean, sure. am I still in a 1950s Hollywood stereotype in my head that I'm thinking this is it? But you, know, you, you still think about it because sadly, some things still exist like that out in the thing. So yes. I, was, I was like, well, let's just see what he says. Yeah, and absolutely. So, but you're in control of your own autonomy, your image. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean. For the most part, you know, I mean, right. we have standard media contracts and right. things like that, but yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's open to yeah. things like this. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason not to. And again, like just the local aspect of it, I mean, yeah. here in town, we're both exactly. doing media things. And yeah. so it is beneficial to, you know, just. Well, and where you're people. at, you've got all that uh, FCC fun stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, which we, years and years ago, were on KYRF, so we had to, and I must say, I really enjoy podcasting. Uh, because I can say fuck, or I can have the, as you all loved, we can do the sex shows that we do, the advice things. I don't have to worry. Now I remember the worry when we were on KRS and we had to have the yes. seven second delay button. You never knew if you had a comedian on what was going to come out of their mouth. Uh, and then people can just 
lodge a complaint just because they felt like it. Yes. And then you're like, And the other side is um, advertisers. Yes. So you yeah. got to be careful, even with like, um, you know, you're, even if it's a story that's in the news about, yeah. you know, whatever, McDonald's or yeah. whatever, and it's like not favorable, then you got to like, okay, but they're also, it's a sponsor. So yeah. like, there's that fine line of like, news versus opinion exactly <laughs> i think that's why i am now i am forever married to indy just yes. because that was just so much and i'm such a it can be much more opinion yeah yeah and i'm such a loud mouth and i'm such i'm that guy who uh tell me i'm i can't do something and i really want to do it yeah even more <laughs> even if it never crossed my mind so i love and i and being that you're not representing uh, because you're not on your air and you're not on those Correct. microphones. I think I just love this is uh, a, an eye-opening experience for me to see that oh you can still you know it doesn't have to be that because we say all sorts of things on this. You're not like locked down. Yeah. I know, and I, to be honest, like I almost said fuck, and then I was like, yeah, I don't can know. I say? Fuck? I don't know if yeah. we can do that. Hold on. Yeah, uh, we that is probably our number one asked question from every guest that comes in here. Yeah, is am I allowed to cuss? So I never like to answer the question. I like to just start cussing. And then the, the I love the, the joy. Of it. Yeah, the joy in their eyes when they're like, oh my God. I can do it. Yes. There is a freedom. There's a freedom in fuck. I just want you all to know that. Uh, and I think that's amazing. So let's first talk about when was that moment that you're like, that would be a fun job, like a personality. Hey, this is like, this is actually a really wild story. So oh, I like that. I, it was probably like seventh grade, right? When you have to do your, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right. And that would have been 90s. So, yeah. you know, what are you doing as a little kid in the 90s? Like, I listen to the radio all the time. Exactly. Getting your tape and recording. Like, record the full hour on that one side. That was my favorite. You can, like, listen back to it. <laughs> Commercials and everything. Yes. Uh, and so I was just a kid. Like, I just love listening to music in general on the yeah. radio. Uh, so I did my, you know, seventh grade project where you make, like, a radio board or what I assumed that it was going to look like at the time. Right. And I did a job shadow, yeah. which was at the station that I ended up working for. Nuh-uh. Different, you know, uh, format at the time. Yeah. Different location, but the exact same station. Uh, it's so funny. One of the people that I ended up working with for years, I found a picture of me as a, you know, 12-year-old kid <laughs> where they take a picture in the studio. And he was the guy on the other side of the board. That's like, wait insane. a minute. This is a small world. That's crazy. And so you, you do that when you're a little kid. And it wasn't yeah. like I was laser focused on... Right. Broadcasting the whole time. It's like, you know, you're a little kid, that's what you do, and then you go through right hundred different ideas. Exactly. Um, went to school for not broadcasting, but pretty close. Yeah. Uh, film and communication. Oh, so nice. like, you know, it's similar. Yeah. Uh, and it was just really like right time, right place. One of my friends that I'd had for years was working at the same company. We reconnected and she was like, Hey, that sounds like uh something right up my alley. Do you want me to say something like sure that'd be great brilliant so it's just like a really right time right place um you know being nice to people that you know you never know when those connections are going to come back i say that <laughs> to every intern we have yeah just, you don't know you, you have no clue don't. yeah and the way they like like i said the guy that was in the photo from when i was 12 yeah. was a co-worker for you know seven or eight years that's insanity to me now when so and just for anybody who's curious, uh, you'll never guess what I wanted to be. And you will never guess because I wanted to be an archaeologist. So <laughs> this is as far away from that. I also was so shy in choir uh, in high school. 
I would lip sync because I didn't want anybody to hear me. Oh, no. Yeah, so... Now look at you. I know. And see what happens? <laughs> uh, just stick with it long enough. But, so where was it... Like, when did you come out? When did you accept that? Uh, I was 19. Oh, so, so it, was, it was right. It was, you know, after high school. Yeah. Um, I had, you know, your high school girlfriend, et cetera. I just yeah. started school. And, um, like, you all, like you've always known. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, it's always I, in the back there. Yeah. I knew when I was much younger, but actually coming out and realizing, like, this is, this is how it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 19. Did it ever cross your mind as, like, this opportunity comes up? Yeah. And, uh... Did it ever cross your mind that it maybe or might be, or did you always have such a good like support system that you were fine? Um, I mean, it was, you know, early 2000s, so things were weird. Yeah. So, I mean, um, <laughs> yes, support system, I mean, my family was great. You know, there's a learning curve there and like, right. figuring things out, but, you know, they were all great. Um, and then you have your friends where it's like hit and miss. Yeah. Well, Especially yeah. then when it's... Um, less accepting yeah so then yeah. you have certain friends that you like were close to that all of a sudden they're just like nope i'm out yeah and that is really hard to deal with when you're 19 and you're exactly you know, your friends are everything when you're 19 yep. and then when you have some of your closest friends that are just like one of them literally i told him in an email yeah <laughs> it's <just> hilarious <laughs> to think about i guess sent a text message so i, I sent right? an email and he it was um, he didn't respond for a bit, and then when he did respond, it was something along the lines of like, "You've been lying to me all this time. I think that's disgusting." And you're just like, "Oh, oh, that's terrible." Yeah. And now again, like you know, as an adult, you're older. Now I would just be like, "Yeah, fuck." Exactly. Yeah. But 19, you're just like, it's oh, life altering. Yeah, rejection sucks no matter I think what age, but it does suck a lot worse when you're young. Yeah. And you're trying to to make sense of that. Plus, that always that. I mean, I lived through the same things, but it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm just like, no, yeah. What is honestly, what a selfish reaction of those people. Absolutely. And yeah. especially like people that you've been close to that know who you are. And it's that, you know, same mentality. Yeah. Like, nothing's changed. You just know something you didn't Ex know before. Thank you. Exactly. Everything is the same. Uh, yes. Still the same person. Actually, probably hanging out will still be the same thing. Yeah. It's just, hey, you know this part. So, and it gives, there's a freedom uh, I came out to one of my closest friends like oh, 30 years ago, I guess. And I remember the freedom that her house held after. Sure. Because it was the first person, so no one else knows. All of a sudden, you have that uh, permission to be like, oh, that guy's cute. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's that moment where you do it and you still look around like, did anybody hear me say or that? Or if you like look at something weird, you don't have to wonder if anybody saw it. Exactly. So that's fascinating. We, and like I said, um, you know, we're in Spokane. We're proud to be in Spokane. We like to support Spokane, but we also like to be honest. Spokane. <laughs> uh, Spokane can, it has a conservative edge. A little bit. Yeah. 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 And as you get deeper in the valley, closer to Idaho, it, it gets yes. a little, Taper, a little worse. Tapers off a little bit. Yeah. Yes. And so now that you're there, I mean, you, we were talking, talking about evolution of media. You were right in that sweet spot in the 90s up to the aughts. Yeah. Where things, that's when things started happening culturally mm -hmm. from media. Yeah, Will and Grace. I think Will and Grace came out in 98. Yeah. Uh, we had, uh, you had Andy Cohen. You have Ellen, which the puppy episode was 97. 97? Crazy. I thought it was like, you know, 1975. I mean, it feels right. like it was that far away. Uh, Queer as Folk, we both talked about that. Love Queer as Folk. 2000. I mean, it was a... And I remember that feeling. It was like a whole terrifying, exciting yeah. world. Because now we see 
us. I was young enough as queer folk and still kind of like prudish that I was mortified and excited. Yes, yeah, same. Yeah. You're like things that you had never seen before. You're like, what? Yeah, What's I like to tell the here? story that uh, I would go to my friend Matthew's house and we would watch it as a family. So his mom and dad, would, and I love oh, them. No. I still call them mom and dad. And there's a scene and mom uh, leans over to me because she knows how shy I am. She leans over to me and she goes, can you get your foot back that far? Oh uh, I was more, but it made it a good place to just be like, we're celebrating that yeah. this is just so life. How it is. So yeah. you're coming in right at that sweet spot. Yeah. That people are still shaky. Yeah. Like, look at the backlash that Ellen got uh, for the puppy episode, for her coming out episode. Right. And you're right in there, and you're finding your own feet. Yeah. I mean, did did you feel like you were part of that whole craziness? Or were you watching it still up the on the outside? Or I mean, it's um, I was still you know freshly out at yeah. that point, and so those are the things where like you know maybe not everybody in your life knows, and you right. like you talk about all the time like you don't gay people don't come out once you have to come out over and over and over again yes. to yeah. everybody for years. Yep. And so you still have that insecurity, but seeing those you know representation in media, you're like. Okay. Yeah. Like, people like Will and Grace, so yeah. like I guess people don't hate all gay people, right? And Will and Grace is so interesting too because like at that point everything still had to kind of be stereotypical. They still had to wash it down a bit. Yeah. Straight wash it. They still have to have the yeah. like, classic gay jokes from Jack. Yeah. And Will is like super rich, living in you know multi million dollar apartment in, in New, New York. York? City. Yeah. I would. I, yeah, and it's true. <laughs> And they try to make it, they almost try to have to sterilize it a little bit because yeah. I feel like, I, and, and I don't agree, I've met these wonderful producers in Hollywood, some of you are wonderful, some of you not so much, um, where they do feel like, they, they, uh, they assume their audience is all of them stupid redneck and have no you yeah. know, open-mindedness at all. And so the easiest way to help people you know, understand these aliens is to put them in the stereotype that they're used to. Well, yeah. the only reason they're used to that stereotype is because you keep putting it as in the stereotype. Exactly. And so it's that that circle yeah. that just constantly happens where these people who aren't even creative decide what creative things we can, yeah. you know, consume. Well, and the evolution's been interesting too, because I mean, I don't, I mean, it's definitely not the case now. I mean, you'll see right. gay characters in yeah. like, anything. And I still just... think we need to push a little further, but we're way further yes. than we ever were. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the, th I mean, progress, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy shit going on right now in the world. Exactly. Things that are concerning, yeah. but at the same time, Great. are we better than we were 10 years ago or 20 years ago? Right. Yeah. And so far, yes. Yeah. You know so, I mean? some setbacks here and yeah. there, so let's just, you know, keep and focusing on what we, the progress that we have. Exactly. And pieces of our community are taking it. It's a little harder. Like Absolutely. trans people. Yeah. Fuck. Who's in the sense you know, right now? Yeah, yeah. that we, and I, I like to talk about back twenty years ago. I was marching. I was out at the at the protests, and I was you know owning myself. Well, now we need to support those who, and that we need to do it now because trans people are being attacked constantly, yeah. and we are too by proxy. Yeah. But we got through most of our stuff, and we still have to make sure we keep a lot of our rights. But now let's let's not forget Another and let's the community yeah, stand fire. beside yeah. yeah. And be there there to put it out. And I think that's the part that I've always, I think I naturally uh, got into media because I, I am a fighter. Mm -hmm. And so once I found my voice, fuck you if you were ever going to try to take it from me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's when I started 
like being a protest activist and all of this. But now I realized, so I was a singer, I was an actor, I was these things. And then I was loud and I wanted to beat people and you know, I was so pissed Swung off. Swung the other direction. And I found a way to merge it. Yeah. And it was within media. What was it about media that made you, like piqued your interest, made that spark? Uh, so the radio aspect actually, despite the previous story, like ended up kind of being uh, an accident. So yeah. school for film. So I yeah. thought, hey, maybe I'll like do TV or something. Right. Found TV extremely boring. Yeah. Um, but radio was different because even though like the FCC stuff that we talked about, right. you're still like, you're live, you're on the spot. Like if you say it, like you said it. Yeah. I get it's out there. And so it just has that different opportunity to connect with people um, or even things like the wildfires that are yeah. going on right now. It's that like, you can connect with people about it. Important things. Sometimes it's yeah. about, you know, what Britney Spears did on her Instagram. Yeah. And sometimes um, that's fun, yeah. you know? And sometimes yeah. people need that break too. Yes, exactly. So, and things like, you know, the COVID years, Ugh. those stories, they're not just, you know, TMZ pop culture stories. Exactly. It is that like brief mental break where you can think about like, you know, oh my God, Britney yeah. Spears, Girl. I know. <laughs> and isn't she getting divorced now? I just just side she note is. that I think I yeah. read that and I was like, what is happening? I feel for her, but goodness gracious, we set her up to be just the mess that she I know, is. that poor girl. Oh my god. I How mean, can you turn out to be okay, quote unquote, with the life that she was put The cards stacked against her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, even though she's out of the conservatorship, right. people are clearly still in exactly. control of some things. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. People, uh, especially in the entertainment industry, they don't have to have you in a conservatorship to be a leech that's that in your world. That is very true. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, so this is the, I, I was so excited because I don't always get to talk to people who, first of all, are in the media world. Yeah. That understand kind of what it's like there, even though, like for me, I had to be in the in, in media world where we do 18,000 things because I, I just get bored. Yeah. Uh, but so if I can have 18 things going on, I can keep a show like this going for 10 years yeah. because I'm also doing this. Now, do I have a life and uh, do I ever get sleep? <laughs> no, but that's not why we do media. What is it about the creative aspect? Because even your job, you you have, you work for a company, you go in, it's still creative. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And you yeah. still have to do the work to make it ready for you going. What is it about the creative that, that connects you? Uh, well, I think getting paid to do creative things is something oh, that not yeah. everybody gets to do. And yeah. so even when it's those days where you're like, oh my God, yeah, work, it's like, right. you got to like reel yourself back in. And it's like, I'm lucky to get paid to right. do what I do, despite right. the, you know, the work aspects of it. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's a day job, but also you do get that creative release right. uh, in the middle of your day. Yeah. And it's something that's totally in your control so it's like you know what are we going to do today there's there's nobody that's writing out what i can talk right. about what i can do um that's just your own creativity and what you can come up with and so i think like i said being paid for that i mean that's lucky is the best feeling in the world yeah. also you uh also do things that you're like me in that you host things and you go out there. That's a whole, yeah. that's a different arm of this. It is. Yeah. If I think, I feel it feeds a different part of you. It does. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I host different events. Um, I just started getting into um, wedding DJ stuff this yeah. year, which has been super fun and different. And 
I, like I will tell you, like at first, like you see how much people charge for wedding DJs. That is a no. lot. It's a lot yes. of fucking work. That is yeah. a long day. Mm-hmm. And it, like that's rewarding in a different way. Exactly. Because you get to see with your own two eyes, whether you're hosting an event or whatever, you get to see yeah. people typically having a good time or enjoying themselves or getting together with their friends and family. And you're yeah. kind of like facilitating that, whether it's at a, you know, a bar or whatever you're doing, right. fundraising events. Right. Um, so yeah, it definitely feeds a different part of the satisfaction. Yeah, and it gives you that, that you were talking earlier about, uh, I think we were alluding to the fact that it's nice when you live on the air, what you say go, you yeah. know what I mean? So it's that tight wire walk. Any live work is that, and I think anybody it's who a wants- skill. Yeah, anybody who wants to do this kind of stuff, go get yourself, go to live theater before you jump into film. You know, go do improv before, it's gonna teach you so much about those moments, because you know, you're live, anything can happen. Yeah, (laughs) and you know that like, you know, the number one fear is people speaking in front of other people. Yeah. And you definitely feel that at first, where it's like, you're hosting something, and it's like, what am I gonna say, what am I gonna say? But once you get over that hump, it's just like, I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. Exactly. If it's wrong, it's not going to matter that much. Exactly. It's going to be in one ear out the other ear. Well, uh, doing the wedding stuff, I always think of, because I was a wedding singer before that. Nothing to do with DJ, but those bosses are some of the toughest bosses ever. I got out of it because I couldn't deal with one more. Brazilla? Yes. And saying they need this song, they want it, you want to sing it here, and you want to be like, "Have have you read the lyrics? I know you think it's pretty, but yeah. do you know what the song's about? I had a groomzilla oh. recently, and he for sure won't be listening to the podcast. <laughs> My, <laughs> they so have opinions, it, it, and it's because uh, you know it's ideally you're only going to have that day once. So I mean, I yeah. get it. Right. You want it to go right. Right, you want it to be everything you pictured it to be, but then there's like a hundred people that all want different things. Yeah. The bride and the groom and the exactly. maid of honor and then somebody's mom and then if they have a wedding planner, I, it's something all Listen, the time. I love those wedding planners, I do, I do. I understand how important your job is, but sometimes yeah, like, they're almost worse than the bride. Like, I think it's gonna be okay. <laughs> I, think, I think it's gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah, everything's gonna come together, it doesn't matter. I always tell, uh, tell people, everything's fixable. That's the first thing yeah. you need to go into live stuff knowing that anything can happen. Yeah. You can recover from anything. Yeah. It's all in how you how you handle it. Unless you say like one of the seven words the FCC asks. Yeah. Makes. And then, That's, yeah, then, then there's, then there's a, a, a $40,000 fine <laughs> plus. What could I be? mean, it's fixable. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. It's fixable if you've got the green. And then it's fixable. But the other thing that I want to say is so. So when I was, did you, do you find this, so when I'm looking at the evolution yeah. of you know, the 90s and the aughts, um, don't you think, this is what I, I struck me, that is not surprising, but it always starts in funny because that's the lighter way yeah. to do it. And then, because we talked about Anderson Cooper didn't come out to 2012, I think that did a lot for uh, news and the harder hitting stuff. That also seems like it was 1975. Thank you, right? I was like, well, that, that seems way can't... too recent. That, I thought it was at least, like, if it was going to be recent, it was going to be the same time we had gay marriage. And sure. no, it was three years before that, but still, 2012, I remember 2012, which tells me it's not as long ago as it could be. <laughs> yeah, and so he, you know, a lot of legitimacy came when. Sure. Now, given Anderson Cooper has, uh, first of all, a great reputation, but also the Vanderbilt name behind yeah. him. Also, so like I love him, and I will marry you tomorrow, Anderson, if you're watching. Um, but it gave us something more. 
-hmm. a little more or meat. But we had to get through, let's let them be a joke. Yeah. First. Yeah. And then, and that's what I think, and I think our media, our world, that, that, was, a, that was allowed to be part of that whole light. Yes. You know, we weren't ready to take gays seriously. Right. It has yeah. to be the stereotypical, yeah. like, look at how silly Jack yeah. is on Will and Grace. Exactly. And, yeah, Anderson Cooper, I mean, professional, respected. I right. mean, that was a big one, just visibly to see something like that. And I think that's, like, one of the, I was just having this conversation with a friend that it's, important to just show up and be in those spaces yes. if it's somewhere that it's like oh, yeah they don't respect gay people or i don't think that yeah. i'm welcome there it's like you sometimes you just have to show up and be yourself yeah because a lot of times people have never met a gay person or knowing exactly. know that they met a gay person yeah so whatever their perception is in their mind is probably not reality Exactly. And because all they've got is what has been fed to them. And if it's yeah. fed from people who want you to think a specific way, yeah. then you've only gotten this much. So that's all you have. We talk a lot about uh, on our show, and I, there's a shot that he actually might watch uh, from now on. But I have a, you know who you are, but I, I have a coworker who is a racist, misogynistic, and homophobic. Perfect. Huge. Yeah. And uh, loves for me to know these things. But he, what happened was, I just show up. Listen, you can think what you want. Yeah. I can hear these things. And I'm just who I am. And I learned a long time ago, I'm a lot and I can't change that. And yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah. So either you're on the train or you're not. Yeah. There you go. What is What do we learn in performance? 90% of people are going to love you. 10% are not. And there's nothing you can do to change. 10%. Yeah. So I don't bother worrying about the 10%. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. And I think, like you said, the 90%, even people might have like perceptions. But once they learn a little bit more... They're willing to change. Exactly. They're willing to like understand. And yeah, there's always going to be that group of people that just always. Won't. But what happens is if you consider, like you said, you continually show up. Yeah. What happens is now this person is like, uh, this, this is my favorite thing. I get this all the time from him. Well, you know, you know, we're on opposite sides of things. I don't agree with you. But you know, I really enjoy talking about movies with you. Well, great. Now let's but, talk about and movies. And so he can't, he has a hard time kind of making that. And, and I actually, you, you know, I, Again, I have problematic issues sometimes, but good guy when we're not talking about anything else. But now he finds himself confused most of the time. Sure. Because, and I'm like... Because what he wants to believe doesn't yeah. match the interaction. Yeah. Because this is just who I am. So that's how we got gay marriage, was they changed the way they were going after it. Yeah. And they changed it to hearts and minds. And they started telling stories yeah. of real people who wanted this and what they look like. And I think now we've evolved to the next step. Yeah. I think we've evolved now to, because that was also a safer version. Now, given it yeah. was more because we were told, we were telling them that we're real and we have these values. But I think what we forget in our society is people have all sorts of values and all of them are, you know, there's so many that are valid and relevant. Mm -hmm. So now I feel like we're pushing an envelope to, and that's, this is why I think people are getting scared. Uh, being open about sex, yeah. being open about desire, being open about just what we all know in our heads, yeah. but we don't, you know, it doesn't fit Leave it to Beaver. It doesn't fit, you know, well, Father Knows the Best. The sex thing is so interesting, too, because there's, like, this societal expectation that it's, like, you don't talk about it, don't think yeah. about it. Yeah. If you do, you're a pervert. Exactly. Yeah, every single movie tv show pop song it's all about sex exactly but then they're telling you don't yeah. think about it because the money people wrong. know yeah that they're gonna put it down here and listen if we if nobody looks at it directly then we can get away with it and i'm like who cares well and 
close to 100% of people are having sex at some point. I know, and I Almost hope, all. I hope you are. <laughs> and if you're not, let's, let's find joy for you. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's, the, that's the stigma. Go read this book is what I'm saying. But I feel like that's the new... Now we're taking, okay, you're willing to now take this much mm -hmm. of who we are. Now we're going to go here. Because in the end, what the goal, I think, in our world and that media plays a 100% strong role in is to fully get to the place where it doesn't fucking matter anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where I we don't have time for labels. I find uh, Zachary Zane's book interesting because he's a bisexual. And he talks about, and you know, in our community, it's been a long time coming that bisexuals have been given respect. Yeah. And because how many the of them was like, oh, you just haven't come out. Exactly. Yet. And when I was a young gay, that was a thing like, oh, that's a stepping stone. He'll get here. Yeah. Well, you don't realize what an asshole you are until you're older and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. I got you. And what I, he talks about his struggle of uh, coming out and as first of all, being a straight guy and then going, oh, why the fuck do I think guys are hot? Yeah. And then dealing with this uh, uh, bisexuality and then how that was perceived people so i find it's almost like our new sexual revolution it's like the 1970s on that aspect yeah but that's how we get to the next step of going you know it doesn't matter anymore the labels that we created don't matter that's anybody who has a right. problem giving pronouns i'm like my dad and all of his generation named their fucking cars if you can get on board with calling this car nelly you could call people what the fuck so stop well, pretending like this is hard I mean, it doesn't it's not hurting anything. Like, no. And you don't even have to change your views. I mean, right? You can think whatever you want. It's called human respect. Yeah. Common decency. Yeah. You know, the fact that me and my coworker can get along is because we know how to exist. Yeah. In a world that maybe we don't. Um, well, and you both you know, know, like, you're not going to change each other's minds on exactly. certain things. So why, yeah. why waste your time exactly. arguing about it? Like, okay, you can have yeah. So, your idiotic beliefs if you want and we'll talk about exactly movies. well you know i grew up in a very uh my dad was a baptist minister it was a very strict religious household mm -hmm. so it took a long time for me to i think come to myself even when i came out yeah. then i was the good gay boy uh then you know you you're just discovering so it took me my curve was a lot longer yeah like it took me a lot of years and now actually doing media uh starting you know good 12, 13 years ago in radio is what changed it all. Then I had to open my mind because my whole job mm -hmm. was to talk to people who had a different experience than I did. Yeah. And I had, I because I got a lot of flack in the beginning because I was a white cis gay man. Yeah. Well, what the fuck? So we would get horrible letters. And I finally had this whole show and I said, all I can do is start from my privilege and then step beyond it. Yeah. That's all any of us can do. Yeah. So I'm trying to learn different ways. Well, it was because of that then we have a sex therapist who's been with us for a decade. Amazing. And then you realize we get caught up in too much shit. It doesn't matter. Always. Yeah. It do, none of it matters. The only things that have meaning are things that we ascribe meaning to. Uh, this whole idea of what uh, the gender binary is were rules we made up. Yeah. You know, so we have these pieces. And now that I, I guess sometimes I forget that I, I operate in this world because then you'll go and have... You'll be helping some people. You'll be talking over here. And you forget, oh, they haven't had the same experience I have. They are not as ready for where I am yeah. as, as they are. But I think this is why we're moving forward. This is why I think gays and media have to start talking like this. Yeah. Well, and I think that it's um, like even just like the gender binary thing. 
people that are not willing to accept that were willing to accept tomboys or right, you know, right. femboys or whatever. It's exactly. like, oh yeah, he's a little feminine. Yeah. But now that there's something that's being, you know, that's being tied to something, like, well, they're not just a tomboy. Right. Yeah, there's now more there's a to problem it. with it. But you yeah. were willing to accept the previous version, exactly. which is, makes no sense to me either. Yeah. It's such a 1950s mentality to me <laughs> that, uh, and also I feel like it's a bill of goods that some people way up here in culture decided for us. Yeah. Look, just look at any of the 1950s TV shows. Nobody's, that is nobody's life. But it wasn't we then told, either. Yeah. No, but we're told this is, I also think this is why it fucks all of us up for relationships. Yeah. Because um, how come my relationship didn't end up like Disney? Why is that Basing not? Basing it on something that yeah. was never real to begin because with. Because it's not how it works. Mm -hmm. And so what I think it is and what I love doing on this show and why this is the first show we've ever had another media person is I love having that talk and going, you know what? Everything is just, what, RuPaul says it best, everything's just drag. Yep. Everything is. So we need to start. Now, it doesn't mean I expect every person I run into to be as open-minded as I am about sex, about any of that. Sure. That, but that's not what humanity is. Humanity is going, oh, you see things different than I do. Understanding. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean you're bad. It, it doesn't mean, because we have a comfort level in humanity. When you're over here on your path and I'm over here, I automatically want to just, just come over, it'll be fine. Just come next <laughs> to mine and I'm going to feel better. Or just like having that understanding. I mean, even if it's somebody that like, you don't agree with, like, okay, yeah. I can understand. Right. You have a different view, different life experience, right. and not expect that you're some hateful person because you exactly. don't see things the way that I do. Right. As long as there's like that mutual respect. Yeah, exactly. have those now, conversations. I or avoid say, the conversations. Right. Also a valid thing to do. Exactly. <laughs> and know where you want to put your energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to waste my energy on certain things like that. I will say this, this is a contradiction, uh, but people who, that, that argument of we agree to disagree, I do have a strong line in the sand yeah. where I'm like, fuck you, I'm a human being. This is not something you get to just say you disagree with my existence. Yeah. So that, I do not give you. Disagreeing with basic rights yeah, is yeah. not acceptable. Disagree that yeah. you are a human that deserves, because I believe the bad part is when we think that someone should have less rights than us. Yes. And I don't understand why that doesn't calculate to these people. I Everybody should just try to be the right, the same rights. Well, it's so. like back to the marriage equality conversation. That was like yeah. the sticking point when they were trying to not pass it. And it was like, well, exactly. they're going to force all of us into like, we're going to have to have gay marriages at our church. It's like, I know. And then I don't think that's going to happen. What if he loves his dog? I'm like, right. oh my God, where, what is happening? But they have to scare you. Yes. And I think that to. after gay marriage was legal, a lot of those people saw like, oh yeah, this, my life hasn't changed at all. Nothing. Yeah. And what so, is that? You didn't have to get married to some dude if you didn't want to. Yeah. I wasn't telling you you had to do that. And I don't think yeah. the gay people are going to be demanding to get married at a church that doesn't want them there. I don't think that's a thing. Yes. How many times have I said to these protesters at all these different kinds of events, and I said, I don't come to your church and sit in your pews and heckle your pastor. Yes. So get out of my party. I don't and need they, you fucking here. You're going to find the, like, one example of it. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, we found that it happened once, <laughs> and so now it's a problem. Right. I heard a rumor once that, yeah, it's like fucking, if the tables were turned and it was the same way for, for those people to, you know, for these kind of stories, then they would be like, oh, well, how dare you? Yeah, yeah it's the same. It's the same. 
Kurt, I can tell right now you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to give me signals on the site because I think we could talk for eight hours just so you know, <laughs> just so you know. Extended podcast. Yes. Well, what I love. Well, you're in trouble now because you've been on the podcast, <laughs> and so I always end up my favorite people. I always bring back. Always bring back. But I know I'll be here. I know. Well, it's fun. So what I've discovered in our camaraderie, yeah. which has been a really nice. Uh, sometimes it'll be the morning and. You know, it's the coffee time and you're just trying it. And so you and I will just be doing our own shit, but then talk yeah. about random crazy things. Uh, so I've enjoyed discovering you're a real human, Yeah, which is really nice. So there's things uh, we're going to be doing in the future, but this is what I want people to see. People are human. All of them. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, maybe we'll have George Clooney on someday and we'll talk about how human he is. But all of us, you know, we're, personalities are what we give them. Yeah. So I love that. So you and I both, do you ascribe to the bear community? I do not. Really? That's fascinating to me. Yes. <laughs> Mostly because it's Absolutely. such a camaraderie. And you've got that muscle bear kind of thing going on. Yeah. I mean, given when uh, I think if when people are dating or they're in relationships, then of course, I don't, I mean, I'll probably still be part of my community yeah, sure. at some point. But you know, it has less of the... I mean, but it's, I will say this, because we're, we're writing a book about this right now, but the bear community is save my life yeah yeah and so it's very camaraderie so that's why i was telling oh, yeah. i was telling uh uh ian when he came in that kurt had seen you through the window and i was busy doing something getting prepared and he goes uh i think he's here is he a bear and i was like <laughs> yes yes he is and, and we were right that's fascinating the height and the beard and, yeah, that's yeah. exactly with the tattoos yeah everything, everything. <laughs> well uh I have another podcast, Bears of a Certain Age. Watch it if you haven't seen it yet. Um, yeah, so I know Scott's going to ask me, my co-host on that one, going to ask him about that. Oh, but wow. you are in a different world. So do you ascribe to a tribe? Uh, not really. And I don't know if that's like from the like the age that I came out and, right. just, you know, like not really. And some people don't. And, and I'll say this all the time. Not everybody, it, it doesn't serve the need in their lives. Yeah. So I always say people, be careful that you are not part of a tribe and then to the exclusion of everyone else. I like right. to say I have a passport because I have lots of places. I love the bear community, but I like to be able to, to you know, yeah. go see people in all the communities. Like all the communities. Yeah. <laughs> and so what I love is we will talk about things. One thing that Scott and I have talked about over on the other podcast that you and I had a conversation uh -oh. and we have a top five video coming. <laughs> you get ready, is I want to start, I want to uh, kind of unwind with some fun stuff. Yeah. So uh, you and I, so we did underwears, do's and don'ts was our top five, two different top five lists okay. that we did because I have a lot of opinions. Um, so I know, <laughs> crazy. So we've shared some opinions, but okay. tell, so the gay men out there, and I don't care what age they are, give me some underwear do's. Underwear, do, uh, wear underwear. <laughs> Usually, I would say that's, yeah. a, that's a good do. It's like a special occasion if you're trying to surprise your well, lover. And or I, I am a big underwear fan. Like, I mean, I like designer underwears. I like Hello. different cuts, shapes, styles. I, I mean, like seeing the models. I, just I enjoy that. I love seeing the models. Yes, yes. And there is something, like, you do feel better when you're wearing a nice pair of underwear. Thank that you. That fits, like, even, like, nobody knows but you. And I think that's kind of, like, the, the trick behind it. That is the truest statement I've ever heard. One of the things when, so I was at, at my largest, I was 325 pounds. So I was part of a different community in sure. the Chub Chaser community, which was fine. I was dating a fireman. I was fine with it. 
And as I lost weight, I discovered, so I had, had a breakup, I was a bear, and it was the first time I discovered this idea of like going out and feeling like buying new underwear and having it, it does change the way you feel. Yeah, and it's only for you. It's not yeah. like not like the rest, you know, anybody can see your clothes and be like, oh, it looks good. Exactly. Or not, or whatever. Yeah. You you're the only one that knows. Right. And, and it's fine if other people find out, but it doesn't sure. have to be. You can show whoever you want. Yeah. But it can be just for you and that's okay. And not be afraid of different styles. Different styles Thank are fun. You. Do you know how many styles are out there? I, I am still in shock sometimes yeah. when you look there. And then do you ever get, this is the thing. Sometimes, Andrew Christian does this to me all the time. Uh, there are styles that I'm like, why is that a thing? Where I'm just like. Andrew Christian yeah. is the king of that. You're like, <laughs> why are there straps there? Exactly. What is like, that first doing? of all, does it come with an instruction manual? I don't know even how to put yes. this on. Yeah. We've talked to Andrew Christian in the past. Sweet, sweet guy. You know, he started, he moved to LA with, I think he had $300 in his pocket. And nothing else. And he created this empire. He's done all right so, himself. Yeah. But I'm like, maybe, maybe take a step back sometimes. I mean, it's and like I, the pockets and the flaps and like the straps yes. that don't make any sense. Have we heard of editing? That is the number one rule of fashion. And some of those, yeah. you're like, that is not going to stay on. No. Which I know sometimes is the point. It is, which is the fine. exact point. And sometimes I think they're created just for those sexy go go boys who oh, are on. absolutely. And I'm like, you go, but this is a costume. It's never going to look the same. <laughs> exactly. It's never going to look like that. This is a one wear, and <laughs> it's just a costume. So what, give me your top two styles um, that you approve of. Top two styles, briefs and jockstraps. Yeah, top two. I agree. Easily. I agree. Now, if you are going comfort, I can forgive uh, um, a boxer brief if it's tighter fitting. Sure. Yeah, but I agree. Briefs and jock straps. And this is what I say to my straight brethren out there, and I say this to them all the time. I, you cannot use being a straight guy as an excuse to wear the loose boxers where everything no. just kind of, it is lazy. It doesn't look good. It doesn't, not even your girlfriend who's going to tell you you look fine. It doesn't look good. No. Period. And there's like a time and a place. I mean, if you're just like lounging around the house or whatever. Still. Boxer, working out boxer briefs, I would say are probably yeah, yeah, yeah. preferable. You do need the support. Yeah. And what gay man wears jocks for for the support they were created for? Nobody. None. <laughs> Zero. It's not that. I, I had forgotten that they did have that function, and then I went to a baseball game, and I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah. I just got a targeted ad. I got it, like, all day long on, I don't know, Thursday or Friday last week for an active thong. An active, active thong? thong. Like, like, you're going to put that on and go hit the gym? Yeah, like, first not of all, on a squat day. I was just going to say, there is no way I'm doing squats with like, a thong on. It's yeah. going to feel like a seatbelt. You're like, doctor, I have, a, I have a rash in a very intimate space. So I completely agree with those. I would say, uh, jocks are my favorite thing. I had a, uh, a guy I dated who uh, liked to tell me that, why do gay men, if they just feel like jocks are like lingerie for gay men. I'm like, fuck you, they kind of are. Kind of, yeah. 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 So there ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing makes you feel better than a really well-fitted jock. And if you're wearing like, um, especially sweat short season, it just looks better. That makes me, I love it a good. It just looks better. Yeah, give me some gray sweats. Um, I can just see that all the time. Go to River, if you're in Spokane, go to Riverfront Park and just sit back. I live by the Centennial Trail. It's a beautiful place Show all day. Oh, it's my favorite <laughs> place to be. Okay, now let's go to the other list, okay. which is underwear don'ts. Um, Absolutely underwear, nothing. Underwear don'ts. Um, God, it's going to be harder. Uh, oh, my yeah, God. Don't buy the multi-packs. 
don't <sighs> don't get the Target multi pack. Yeah, don't get the Hanes. No, through the loom. Mm -hmm. It's not cute. No. Thank you. It is your father's underwear. And do you want to wear your dad's underwear? High-rise Fruit of the Looms? I no, know. you don't need those. They're style. Plus, they're not expensive. I know people think, well, I can get, uh, you know, I can get more if I do that. I, listen, <laughs> I'm just telling you, care. Give a little care in your yeah. style. Like, I don't care what it is. Just have an opinion. Have a viewpoint. That's what style is all about. You can spend the same amount of money and just get one or two nice Thank pairs. You. Yeah. And you know what? You can go to Amazon. And you can absolutely. And there you go. Yeah, I don't, the multi packs. No, they are all for for nineteen fifties dad. Yes. Yeah. And like, um, I don't know if we can say the name, but we, one of those subscription companies, uh, Me Undies. I I'm like know. so surprised with the quality. This obviously I'm not sponsored by Me Undies. Just, right. Uh, just you know a what, hardcore Kurt fan. I, what Kurt and I will do later is he will cut this out and we'll send it to Me Undies and we'll see if we can get some. Sponsors. I love it. <laughs> But yeah, subscription. I never thought I'd oh, see yeah. that day. Oh, ever. Oh my God, subscription. And there's um, the other one that's just for marketed to gay men. Yeah. Which is hilarious. That there's a subscription monthly I mean, they know. designer gay men's underwear service. <laughs> what is that? Who would have thought? Underwear expert? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh God. yeah. Also, I love their little videos. They do such a good job of the guy out on the street. The TikToks. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, that's smart marketing. Oh, yeah. If I ever saw We're going to start that. At the end of everyone, can we see him? Yeah. I know. And, I love, and some of them, or my favorite is the guy that's like, well, my fiance, he's right there, so maybe not. <laughs> but I love it. And honestly. Well, they're going to need to work on that relationship. I think so. It needs to strengthen it. That's it's going to be a okay. red flag. Yeah. <laughs> it's entertainment, too. If you're in the indie industry, you got to just get out there. I also want to say that Ian and I were talking about this the other day, which is we want to start our own show, and it's going to be all about jocks. So we'll be in jocks interviewing others <laughs> in jocks. I know you want to see it. I know you want. And then if I ever wanted to crack that uh, Patreon code of how do we get more people on? That's right. Done. Done. So, and then I have to watch this guy because he'll get this twinkle in his eye, Kurt, over here, and he'll be like, I'm going <laughs> to make you do that. But, um, so we did Underwear I would say my underwear don't is going to be that uh, frat boy, like loose. Yeah. I just, I mean, I don't, no part of it says sexy to me. Well, it's not really doing anything at that point either. No. Well, but you know what they think? So when I was, I was in a house of like five uh, people when I was in my 20s. And one of the guys was gay by accident, I think. And <laughs> he would hang out and Jerry does listen. Hi, Jerry. Uh, to the show, uh, he would just walk around the house, and I think they think it's sexy because you know if it doesn't have a button sure. on the fly, Peaky they boom. just. But I'm like, uh, it doesn't. No. It doesn't do it for me. No, yeah. and especially like I feel like for men's clothing, just in general now, having things that fit is yeah. more. Thank you. Common. Yes. Well, you can't wear something like a boxer brief or boxers underneath exactly. pants that fit. Like, yeah. What are you doing? And listen, you know I support my bears and my chubs out there, and so I have to say the same rule applies is I know we try to hide a lot, and I am the worst culprit uh, of this, but it is amazing the difference. Just go little by little, is all I'm saying. Like, okay, this shirt's gonna be a little tighter. Okay, this shirt's gonna, and eventually you're not wearing the dress that we all have those shirts that are for tall people that yeah. are way down. It's because, and I think part of it is there's an owning of your body. Yeah. And as we get older, it's a little easier to just own it. Cause like you said, it's like, fuck it. It is what it is. This is where we are. Yeah. But I wanna encourage, you out there, if you try to hide in your clothing, try to also try to have an opinion, you know, throw a vest, do whatever, put a hat on, just whatever works for you. I do uh, want to encourage that. Um, 
Well, and whatever body shape or size, clothes fit make all the difference. It definitely all it's the so difference. Listen, we have taken this show from gays and media. Oh, we're to, all over the place. To gays on on everything. That's and Listeners that's going to be like never have him back. We could not follow a through line anywhere. <laughs> I guarantee you that is not going to be what we're going to get. Uh, because these are the conversations I live for. I always say, well, it's just conversations based on what would happen if I went to coffee with a friend. Yeah. And so if you've ever been to coffee with me, you know this is accurate. This is just, <laughs> but. But the whole point is, and it does wrap around again and talk about how I think we have to, the reason I started this show was conversations, yeah. real conversations. Just pretend you are a fly on the wall in the coffee shop where these two people are. And just, because you, you know how a conversation with your friends is going to go. Yeah. Oh, this is an important topic. Also, did you see that guy? Yeah, I sidetracked by yeah. Spears. And, and, yeah. and it goes, and that's what it should be. I will say uh, it's important that these conversations happen. It's important that we talk about underwear style. It's very important. Uh, there's also a subscription company for my bears called Bear Bottoms. Oh. Yes. And I'm like. I mean, A plus on the name. I, right. I, know. <laughs> I was like, I get well, Good for them. A little tongue in cheek. I get you. Um, but these are what it's about. So remember, you can actually, uh, do you, because you're in the world that you're in, do you do self-promotion much? Is there some place, like, if they want you to be a DJ at their stuff, if they, where do they figure that out? How do they get you? Um, so that would be, so all of that stuff I don't do through my job. Right. I mean, sometimes there'll be, you know, things. That well, you don't want to share the money. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's just my own thing. So yeah. um, hosting, DJing, all that stuff, that's yeah. just uh, through me. So do they find you like on Insta? Do they find you on, do people use Facebook? Facebook? Do they uh, find you on TikTok? I think some people use uh, Facebook. Yeah, my, Inst- my Instagram's probably the, the best way. Instagram, yeah. Facebook also works. Yeah, okay, so just look up Ian Kelly if you missed the, the name earlier. And it is not E-Y, it's K-E-L-L-Y. Ian.xk do. So on the Instagrams. For, he's fun, although we're trying to encourage him to like... Uh, I've been slapping on posting. I'm like, we've seen the same face. And you know, in this game, we post every day. So I oversaturate people. Yeah. But listen, we can encourage him to do this. But uh, (laughs) these are the conversations I love. Also, in the future, we need to do proper top five lists in the video room. Yeah. That is coming. I'm in. That would be... You let me know the topic, I'll be fun. prepared. Right? I'll I always, show up with a PowerPoint. I, yeah, right? <laughs> well, let's show up with a PowerPoint on, on guys in underwear. Let's do that. Perfect. Except that they're live models. And there you <laughs> go. So remember, everyone, you want to like and subscribe right here. There's a little button in Magic World that Kurt will put there. Like and subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. Always check out thequeercentric.com. You can find the audio version of the podcast and the video version. We show up every Tuesday. And a lot of you get it early because I just realized this. So if you follow us on Podbean, you'll probably get it on Saturday. (laughs) I just put it there and that's where we pull for our our website. And then people will be like, I love the new show. I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean the new show? It's It's Sunday. And now I've discovered. But hey, if you're one of the lucky ones, and if you're even luckier, you get behind the scenes stuff. If you become one of our patrons on patreon.com slash thequeercentric, we would love to support you. You also get free merch like uh, uh, t-shirts and uh, postcards, and you'll be the first to know when we start the new uh, photo shoot for our holiday photo shoot that Kurt is in charge of this year. So we did such a great job last year. Kurt worked magic. Uh, So we're going to be doing more. And John is coming back. Yes, your favorite partner to me. I love that man. His wife, finally met her. It's been, we worked with him for like 10 years. He's always half naked in everything that I do. Yeah. And I met his wife at Pride and she's the nicest. Melanie, 
you're my girl. Uh, thank you for loaning your husband and his hot body to me all the time. Fun. <laughs> but remember, please check us out and follow us on our socials. Every number like does more than you could ever realize. But any parting words, Ian, my friend? Uh, thank you so much. This was uh, a blast and hopefully not the last time. It won't be because well. we have a lot more topics to talk about. Now that we, we got the serious stuff out of the way, now it's all about the sexy stuff. Now all opinions. <laughs> all all opinions, opinions all the time. It'll be great. Okay, guys, until next time. Bye.